welcome to the Foxy Podcast, a bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout and Foxy Digitalis. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, and here on the Foxy Podcast we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. We started off this week's show with a track called Decorations off of Justin Meyer's latest solo release entitled Libra, out on his own Tone Filth label. Based out of Minneapolis, Myers has been releasing his carefully crafted noise and minimal electronics pieces for almost a decade now under his given name and under such monikers as Devil Lock, Panther Skull, and in the duo Glass Organ. Recent years has seen Myers begin to investigate modular synthesis while bringing to it his knack for thoughtful composition. We are fortunate enough to have Justin joining us in the studio this week to perform some new pieces on his latest modular synthesizer. And we'll also be chatting with him later in the show to find out more about his music and his Tone Filth label. Before we turn things over to Justin in the studio, I'm actually going to play another track off of uh, one of his recent collaborative outings between him and fellow Minneapolis artist Casey Deming. This is called Crystal from their tape North of the Quarry, also out on Tone Filth.
right, I'm going to turn things over now to Justin Myers, who's live in the studio.
All right, we just heard uh, Justin Myers live in the studio, and uh, quickly we have him on the microphone here just to talk. And uh, thanks, Justin, for coming down and playing for us today. Yeah. Sounding good. Um, So you brought down this new modular synth that you've been working on for a while, and I was curious, I know we were talking beforehand uh, about making it, but uh, for for some of the gearheads out there, could you maybe fill us in on some of the new features of this unit compared to what you were working on before? Uh, yes, it's, it's, for one, it's lighter than my old one, so I can actually take it out to gigs and play a little easier. <laughs> Which is nice. Uh, right? Yes, it is. I, c- I can only carry it with one hand, at least. Um, it's, where the old one had three oscillators, this has six. Uh, that's your main tone generator. Uh, it's got eight VCAs instead of three, uh, four filters instead of one, uh, eight envelope generators instead of three so Mm -hmm. it's i got a lot more to work with when i perform live or (laughs) improvise uh it's the circuits themselves are based off of an old synthesizer from the 60s designed by dom bukla uh they're they have a certain timbre to them that most modules don't have they're a little lazier if you will Mm -hmm. they respond better acoustically than most modern synthesizers that i really enjoy yeah and you know how has working with systems like this changed how you've approached making music you mentioned sort of the flexibility in terms of improvising but i'm also thinking you know in terms of composing um you know how has that changed compared to what you were doing early on with like devil lock and and things like that uh well what i did early on with devil lock was mainly with a lot of broken equipment (laughs) uh stuff i found at thrift stores uh tape players and the like and it very had limited sounds maybe one or two that i'd really enjoy from each device Mm -hmm. so i couldn't really tweak anything with those this i have basically musical notes at my disposal Uh, i can change the frequency of things it's it's really opened things up for me and in creating more of the music i set out to make about eight years ago Mm mm-hmm well, you know, you were, you know, talking about Devil Lock. Early on, uh, you were sort of cutting your teeth, so to speak, when noise was sort of flourishing. Yes. I want to say like, you know, mid-2000s, 2003. Um, were you drawn into making music or sounds of your own sort of through association with that movement, if you will? Uh, yes. I mean, when I first started making music, it was because I bought a tape player and it ended up being defective. <laughs> uh, I put uh, a Wolf Eyes tape in there to intending to listen to it and it made different sounds than what was on the tape and i realized i could it would be pretty easy essentially to make noise right right just with broken equipment and the like interesting so a noisier version yes. of no- <laughs> the noise godfathers of wolf eyes huh? exactly yeah well um i'm going to play something here uh play some set of uh, some stuff from tone filth your label and I'm going to start off with something from Glass Organ, which was a duo that you did with mm-hmm. Tom Helgerson, right? Yes. Um, just tell us a little bit about what you guys were doing back in the day. I mean, this is no more. I know that. Yeah. But uh, the track is from uh, two tapes, uh, this LP that you put out. Uh, yes. Uh, it's originally from two tapes we originally <laughs> did. <laughs> Not just cleverly yes. titled. Uh, Tom was a person I worked with, a friend of mine. Uh, he played guitar, and I played tapes uh so i'd process his guitar through the tapes and then uh preamps in 
existing broken tapes. Mm-hmm. So it was essentially that uh, played live. I'd give him general directions, and he'd he'd riff on those. Uh, it's m- basically the first time my music was associated with melody, okay. thanks in part to his involvement. Uh, it's something that I still work with today, mm-hmm. but it's that's where it really started and yeah. influenced. Yeah, and Tom Tom went on to do Shaz. Yes, and he's still I think he's still actively doing yeah, that, right? Yeah, uh, Missouri, yep. I believe. Or he's in Montana, yes. right? Montana. M. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of those M states, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but yeah, we're uh, let's play something here. This is an excerpt from uh, Side A from Two Tapes by Glass Organ. Thank you. 
All right, we just heard an excerpt from uh, C. Spencer Yeh's from his album Solo Violin 1 through 10. Uh, In front of that, we heard Robert Beattie's uh, Three-Legged Race Project uh, from another LP release on Tone Filth uh, from Morning Order, Living Order. That was from Morning Order, (laughs) correct? Yes. (laughs) Keep throwing, uh, uh, get uh, tongue-tied on that. And then at at the top of the set, we heard uh, Glass Organ again from their Two Tapes LP release. And again, we're speaking with uh, Justin Myers here. And I have a couple questions about uh, Tone Filth, uh, your label that you've You've ran for uh, almost, what, seven, eight years maybe now? Yeah, uh, at least eight, I think. I think I started in 2004. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, you know, like the majority of uh, Tone Filth releases have been projects of your own, whether, you know, Devil Lock, Panther Skull, and some of the stuff on your own name. Um, have you sort of always thought of Tone Filth as more of a way to, uh, an outlet for your own work, or... Are you continued to be interested in publishing other people's work? Uh, it's it's a little bit of both. I, I started it mainly out of the frustration of trying to get other people to release my music. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I, I, it's hard to get somebody invested in your own music, and I really enjoy the artwork side of it as well. So I always wanted to make record covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the design aspect is something that has kept me going with it. Uh, I don't really see myself so much as an auteur, if you will, of yeah, other yeah. people's music or discovering too much. So I've focused mainly on my own work and publishing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the design because I'm really kind of intrigued. The, the look of your stuff, there's a very consistent aesthetic that you have going on. Have you done all of the design and the uh, silk screening and all the stuff for the Tone Filth releases? Uh, I've done the vast majority of the design, mm-hmm. yes, and all of the silk screening. Uh, the Damien Romero record, he did the artwork, and the Three-Legged Race, uh, Robert did the artwork. But other than that, I think I've done everything, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, like it's just what's really drawn me to running the label in the first place. Right. It, it, is that something that you do? I mean, aside from the label, do you do any type of graphics or artwork of your own? Uh, not recently, no. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I started out going to art school before I started making music and it's it's just never kept as a yeah. way to make money yeah <laughs> so it's Str- yeah, struggling <laughs> artist <Yes>. right <laughs> well um in, in terms of the tone filth catalog I'm, I'm kind of curious about uh, just looking at it numerically tone filth number 50 uh, it seems to provide more or less this like video or pictorial documentation of you building your modular synth so uh, I'm kind of curious about what what was the significance of that uh, like in terms of the catalog itself well it's the making of the synthesizer is something that really consumed me for about two years Uh, so it's and the label is an extension of myself and that's what I'm working on I might as well give it a catalog number a nice round (laughs) number Uh, it's it's kind of become an obsession of mine for the past four years of, of synthesizers. So it, it just kind of melted into the label a little mm-hmm. bit. I was going to ask you too, uh, there's on one of the video clips that you have, and uh, I'm kind of giving a shout out to the hometown peeps here, I guess, <laughs> but uh, I'm curious about this Mankato modulator that yes. you have listed on there and, and sort of its origins, if you will. Well, it's it's basically a filter uh, that was designed by a resident of Mankato named Thomas Henry. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so that's where the name comes from. It's its main feature is a filter. It'll filter out frequencies of whatever you put into it, but it's also an eight-phase sine wave generator, mm-hmm. uh, each phase being 45 degrees apart. So you could model it, modulate a signal uh, time delayed, essentially. Okay. So, yeah, I was wondering if if, if you had named that originally, like <laughs> no. something from your childhood that, you know, like throwing a... W- a stone out into the lake and it created the sound and, and you remember Mankato but there is somebody here that's yes and just <laughs> I put it on the panel to respect the man's <laughs> that's work. right yes. well let's uh, jump into a few more uh, tone filth releases here we got some cassette stuff coming up uh, one here from Helm uh, so this is from his uh, direct landscapes and monuments tape this is a uh, direct landscapes number one
All right. Well, we just heard from uh, Panther Skull, which was uh, one of your earlier projects yes. uh, from mid-2000 or so. This was from a release called Transistor Owls, which was a one-sided LP. Uh, in front of that, we heard uh, Scott Goodwin from his referent uh, cassette, and then Helm, which is Luke Younger's project at the very top of that. Let's talk briefly here about um, Panther Skull and some of the stuff that you were doing early on. Um, we were talking a little bit about this. What was what was sort of the difference? Because you were doing Panther Skull and Devil Lock at, at essentially the same time. And what was sort of the, the key differences between those two projects? Uh, well, Devil Lock uh, was, I think, a little more aggressive. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe my younger years. That's all young men have that stage. <laughs> uh, and Panther Skull was a little more subdued, ambient. Uh, with Panther Skull, I worked only with tapes and uh, microphones and feedback. And with Devil Lock, it was, I used a lot of tapes, but a lot of distortion uh, from basically old tape players mm -hmm. uh, running microphones through those. It's, I didn't have a lot of sounds to work with inside of the equipment itself. I had to do it with feedback. Yeah. And yeah. it's, and one reason why I wanted to start with the synthesizers, I wanted to have more sounds at my disposal to work with. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Well, we actually have, we're going to kind of round out the show here with some brand new stuff that you've done, or at least relatively new, and from a yet-to-be-released uh, album or something at some point. Yes. It, <laughs> it titled uh, Bad Sequence. And I just kind of want to talk about, like, what sort of went into these recordings. Obviously, modular synth, the stuff that you've been doing of late. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's something since I've finished building the last synthesizer, I've I've been working on getting to know it and coax the sounds out of it that I actually like. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there's a lot of cheesy sounds you could make with a synthesizer, <laughs> and it's just molding it to get it into something that I feel that is mine. Mm -hmm. And so recently, I've been working with uh, sequencing and melody, and for bad sequence, uh, I've just been trying to get a basic sequence down uh, of notes and rhythm and then work with that and route it through the synthesizer mm -hmm. and make basically songs that I've recorded live and then edited down to maybe four or five minutes, which is, is it's something pretty new to me. I was going to say, because <laughs> I, mean, I mean, a lot of your other stuff is a lot more free fl flowing, lengthier yeah. pieces. These feel like songs, more, more concise. And I, well, to make them, I, I do kind of work free. Mm -hmm. uh, it's and then I just redo it this time until I get it right. Okay. Is it, is it a process of editing out too at the end? What keeping the the good stuff, or, or do you kind of stick like once you hone in on that sequence that you're looking for? Or I do most of the editing as I play. Okay. Uh, okay. And re-recording because oh. these are all recorded basically live in segments and then edited together. Okay. Well, final question here, just kind of what what does the hu uh, future hold, I guess, for uh, for Tone Filth? Um, is it, there's been kind of a big gap in, in releases, mm -hmm. and I'm just curious, uh, do you want to continue to put stuff out on the label, or is that kind of on the back burner and you're just going to focus on your own music right now? Right now I'm focusing on my own music. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I do like to keep the label there as an avenue to re release my music as I, as I see fit, mostly tapes. Mm -hmm. uh, if there's artists who I feel 
aren't getting the exposure they need, maybe locally, I'd, I'd love to be able to drop a tape here or there. Sure. Uh, yeah. As at least an out, outlet for my uh, for my design and art. Yeah, yeah. To keep it there. Well, let's um, uh, play some stuff from Bad Sequence here. And um, this is going to kind of round out the show, these last two tracks. And uh, before I jump into it, I want to thank you again for coming down and uh, chatting and playing for us. And if you want to check out any of the Tone Filth stuff, you can go online or follow the links. Um, it's tonefilth.org, correct? Correct. And there'll be links there up on the blog that you can check out. But here he is, again, uh, Justin Myers from Bad Sequence. This is a track called Miles.
Thank you.